Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Oi! It's Boston Robert opening up another episode of the Andrew Tight Podcast. Wow, uh, that was incredible. I think I'm going to try my American accent now. I hope that's not offensive to anybody. I'm I'm Robert Evans. This is the first Robert, and Robert, only Boston-based podcast behind the bastards. More like behind the masters, like I'm like crying. Like, like Massachusetts. It somehow keeps getting worse. Yeah. Like, I, I, thought, I thought that was pretty good. I thought that was pretty good. I would be more offended if I actually liked Boston, which I don't. So, yeah. <laughs> but mm. oh my god, I'm, it's so bad that I started well, to fit my whole face is red and I've teared up. <laughs> no, you see, a lot of the times we ignore the Reddit when we disagree with it. But today the subreddit's filled with Bostonians saying my accent is perfect. So I have decided to take that as a mandate to continue speaking in a Boston accent. Well, everybody, this is Behind the Bastards. It's a podcast. Bad people tell you all about it. Whoa, 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 whoa. I have a Jamie Loftus text that says, Butch, Jack, Tommy, they're on their way. Throw Deadpool DVDs at you like throwing stars if you do not stop the Boston (laughs) accent. Well, you know, Jamie is not really from Boston, because oh she's she's from she's Uh-oh. from she's from Harvard and she's uh, from and Brockton. Brockton, yeah, we don't consider that Boston where I'm from, which is I, I don't know the parts of Boston. Look, this this joke was always going to run into the limitation of me not knowing anything about Boston. Yeah, the Liberty Bell. I'm from the Liberty Bell, yeah. so. Yeah, that's as Boston as it gets. Oh my god! <laughs> they have a really shitty basketball team. I've I've heard that uh, yeah. about Boston from Bostonians. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this is uh, this is behind the bastards. We are we are heading into veering into uh, part three of our our epic podcast on Andrew Tate that I I and all of you were cruelly forced to make because he suddenly very suddenly became extremely relevant um and all of all of this all of our accents all of our crosstalk is an attempt to distract ourselves from the fact that we unfortunately have to learn a lot more about Andrew Tate and and Sophie Ian, I know I'm about to force a, a terrible, terrible quantity of Andrew Tate videos oh, on yeah. you. You're Ian's going to see here. more Hi, of Ian him. Johnson, our editor. Hi, Ian Johnson, our editor. Hey, champion. Guys. Sweet prince. Kickboxing champion of the world. I'm just uh, mentally preparing myself for uh, a bunch of horrific Andrew Tate TikTok videos, so let's yeah. do it. Not yeah, to mention have- one half of the DJ group Gladiator with our very own DJ Daniel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have the we have the full gladiator on staff, which is my favorite thing to brag about. Yeah, <laughs> all of these things, all of these things are are true. Um, and what's also true is that I have watched hours of Andrew Tate. The people who live with me have been miserable because while right. I'm cleaning the house, I've just been putting on his eight hour long videos where he tells people how to how to hustle. Um, my condolences. Yeah, yeah I, I have broken Christ. my brain, and now it's time for everyone else to suffer. 
which could be the tagline of this show, honestly. Uh, so yeah, let's 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 roll into it. Robert, so, uh, Robert, what? That, that, don't do that to people. Wear Sophie, headphones. all of our money comes from doing Wear that to headphones. people. I am wearing headphones now. No, when you're listening to eight hours of entertainment. No, see, I mean, the whole reason this podcast works uh, and the whole reason that I enjoy doing it is getting to make other people miserable after making myself miserable. So <sighs> if if I were just hiding all of the Andrew Tate and, and experiencing it solo, I wouldn't enjoy it as much as like when one of my friends comes home from a long day of like teaching children at a public school and sees Andrew Tate talking about child labor on on the screen of my TV and that's just the thing that assaults them as they attempt to to de-stress from their day. I think that's beautiful, Sophie. I guess I know who I owe uh, apologies to on your behalf. Oh, everyone. Everyone, Sophie. Uh, so let's let's get back into it. When we left off, uh, their, their Andrew and Tristan Tate's webcam sex business, which was essentially just sex trafficking, had taken off. Uh, they had started making a lot of money, um, and they had been forced to flee the United Kingdom after committing a series of sex crimes. Um, so they are in Romania now. Andrew Tate will... And, and he's he's pretty open about this because because after this point he starts to get a lot more active on social media, particularly Instagram. And when he's doing these kind of like videos with his fans where he talks about how he got rich and how to get rich, he'll talk about why he moved to Romania. And his his explanation is uh, their sex crime laws are a lot looser there. It's a lot harder to get prosecuted because the government is more corrupt. Um, and while I'm not a rapist. Uh, I wanted to go to a place with more freedom to commit sex crimes, which is something a rapist would say, um, and is in fact something a rapist did say. So it, it was never, he was never particularly good at hiding it. And and spoilers, it may prove to be a bad idea to taunt uh, the government of the country that you've moved to oh. by calling them corrupt and saying they don't prosecute sex crimes, because it, Romania does actually have serious problems with sex trafficking, um, but it turns out a great way to get a government to take a problem seriously is to taunt them and say that they don't care about that problem when you become incredibly famous for committing crimes. Uh, yeah. I it's going to be good. Not, not, not to be advised. But that's a few years in the future, because for, for quite a while this happens. He moves around 2015 or so. And and for years he's very successful there, and he's he's Instagramming as he as he starts to buy these supercars, as he starts you know hitting the wealth level that he can pl fly in private jets. He's he's putting all of these videos out. Um, he's engaging in stunts uh, designed to draw attention, like promising to pay fans ten thousand dollars if they show him a good night out partying. Ew, um, ew, the ew, catch was ew. that. <laughs> So as, just to be clear, all this money is from the, the website that him and his brother are running, right? That's where it starts coming in okay. from. As we'll get into, there, and, and to be honest, I'm not going to be able to give anyone a cohesive answer as to actually where all his money comes from because he is a criminal. Um, so, but But we know a lot is coming in from the cam business at this point. Okay. Um, enough that he's like, yeah, promising to pay people 10 grand if they show him a good night out partying. Um, and the catch is he's going to like Instagram beating them up if they if they don't show him a good time. One fan took him up on this and the video has been scrubbed from the Internet. But at the end of it, Tate's like, I had a bad time. Now you have to fight me. And this dude clearly doesn't want to fight him. And is at one point like here, I have to take my watch off. And so like Andrew looks away and then he just bolts and runs. <laughs> it's like a beat from a fucking Judd Apatow movie. Um, and it works incredibly well on Andrew Tate because he is, it, we're about to get into some of the smarter stuff he did, but he's not, not nearly as smart as he thinks he is. Um, so that's fun. 2014, I think, is the year that the Tate brothers actually became millionaires. I found a compilation of Instagram footage from that time in a a YouTube channel called The Tate Pill. Oh, um, oh, 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 oh I know. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Let me breathe in your sorrow, Sophie. Mmm, that fuels me. Mmm. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. I miss the Boston accent. I do. <laughs> yeah, see? That, that was the plan all along, get you to miss the Boston. Um... 
This Instagram footage of his like first year as a millionaire, it's all shots of him driving expensive supercars, of the brothers partying, of piles of cash inside of vehicles. And like, there's a lot of videos of piles of cash, of women like cleaning for him. He's also really obsessed with showing like servants cleaning up for him while he does his videos. Um, but Tate's overall image, the way he presents himself, is quite different at this point. Um, in one shot, we see him with a bunch of young women outside of a hotel or something. He's got a full head of hair, and he's wearing like a pink polo shirt and shorts. He looks like a frat brother, um, which is not the look that he goes for. He, he's kind of going for more of like a sex criminal James Bond, which also you might just call like regular James Bond if he went shirtless more often in his his kind of modern shit. But he's 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 definitely just kind of he's kind of basic still at this point. Um, yeah, which I, I found kind of interesting. And another shot from this compilation of photos and footage, which I again, I took from a channel called the Tate Pill. We see a young woman with Tate's girl written across her chest in Sharpie. Later on, there's a woman with Tate's uh, with Tate's written on her as like a tattoo. Um, this is a thing that you should keep in mind because it's going to be relevant later. And uh, Sophie, I put a, a picture in there of the lady with Tate's girl written. Oh yeah, right in I was hoping I wouldn't have to yeah. show it to Ian, but here. No, 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 no. Let him, let him see. Let him, let him take oh, this in. All right, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. You got that, Ian? You feeling good? Ian, I was you hoping happy? he wouldn't make me show this to you. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm. No, that feels mm. bad, but okay. Let's keep going. Yeah, it's good <laughs> stuff. Feels bad. You yeah. don't say. Oh no. This whole thing is just giving me like Dan Blazarian vibes. I feel like he like saw a bunch of Dan Blazarian videos on the internet and was like, I want that. And then he just like started doing it. Are you familiar with Dan Blazarian? Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Dan Blazarian, who was like this big right wing muscle gun influencer until he was present at that mass shooting in Vegas and ran away rather than rendering aid to any of the injured people. Yes. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Dan Blazarian. Great guy. Um yeah, I mean I think the difference is that Tate would never have had a problem with running away from a mass shooting because a big part of his brand is you should only look out for yourself and fuck everybody else. Um, so yeah, he that, could, that he would tracks. not have had, he would not have had trouble handling that situation. Um, now that video compilation of Tate and his brother when they first become millionaires is like thousands of video compilations of the Tates that litter the internet. And watching those compilations because he's been deplatformed so much is basically the only way to consume a lot of Tate's content. And if you, you know, want to consume a lot of Tate content for some reason. He's been deplatformed from most places. We actually just lost a video we we're going to play in here. So the easiest way to find old episodes of Tate Speech or various interviews is compilation videos like the one I found of pictures of him when he was uh, first got his millions. Um, that's something to keep in mind because it's going to be more relevant later. It's evidence of the kind of strategy that he actually used to get as famous as he is. Um, but first, we need to get into more of his backstory. So in 2016, Mr. Tate became a contestant on Big Brother, the UK reality show. Um, wow. Well, I guess the UK version of Big Brother, right? I think there's a bunch of versions of it. I, I don't know. Yeah. I've never watched Big Brother. Um, but he, he, he was on the UK version of it. And um, I don't understand the rules of the show, but he came in as an other housemate, which means he had to get voted to housemate status or some shit. He had to basically like socially engineer his way to being able to stay on the show. And so he made a big deal about being a strategizer and how he had this like elaborate strategic plan to get on the house. But before whatever plan that was came to fruition, footage leaked of him whipping a woman. Oh um, my God. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those ones that I'm a little like, unsure of because I've I've seen the footage and like it's unpleasant he claims that it is uh was a consensual kinky sex act and so does the woman that he was whipping um and just based on <sighs> the video that might be true of this specific video again we know he's been physically abusive there's a lot of evidence of that we know that he's committed rape this specific video may actually have been a kink thing which is why I'm not playing it because I just, I don't think that kind of thing should be played. So instead, let's watch a little clip of Andrew Tate on Big Brother. 
Um, I think that's going to um, give people a little bit better of a context of this guy and how he was presenting himself in 2016. Sophie, I've just put the link into the chat. Yeah, we're, we're going to this 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 will be a good time for everybody and much more pleasant than that video, regardless of what the truth is of the video. Andrew Tate, I'm 29 years old and I'm a four times kickboxing world champion. I see myself as smarter than average. I was a chess champion from a very young age, from the age of three. My biggest tool is that I'm, I'm not afraid of anything. I have, don't need the money. I don't want to be faint. I don't want any of that. So I'm going to be the most emotionally controlled person in the house. This is Big Brother. Time is up. Andrew. Confirm the character trait you have all chosen and targeted and explain your reasons. We've chosen sexy because we're assuming the person who describes themselves as sexy is an idiot and nobody an easy choice. No. You can tell if someone's sexy. Yeah, but might We've chosen because it'd be an easy choice. So that's Andrew Tate. He's insufferable. Yeah, I mean, you see what he's kind of going for there is like, I don't, uh, I, I'm the most emotionally controlled. You can't like affect me. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, 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 he's doing kind of a version of the thing he's going to be doing. Um, but obviously he gets kicked off the show very quickly. I think he's on it for literally like a week. Um, now, it. the claim is that he's kicked off the show because this video of him whipping this, this woman gets leaked out, right? And that, like, that's why they kick him off. There's debate about this within the Big Brother fandom. Um, I, I I went through the Big Brother fandom wiki because I wanted to see how were the how were the bro stands uh, uh-huh. responding to Andrew Tate? How do they feel about him? And they note this, quote, Andrew himself and many other fans believe that is an incorrect reason as to why he was ejected. Andrew believes he was removed as a result after unaired altercations with other housemates. Uh, got very heated, and due to Andrew's fighting background, Big Brother feared violent repercussions due to this and ejected him from the house. And it's interesting that he would admit that because he's basically saying they thought I was too violent and dangerous and didn't want me to hurt somebody and get the show in trouble so they kicked me off which i actually think might be possible i i am going to say andrew may not be incorrect there uh because if i if i'm big brother and i see the way this guy interacts with people and his background i might be like we may want to get this motherfucker off the show he seems like a violent psychopath yeah uh i guess i don't know yeah, it, it's also very likely that they just saw that sketchy video and were like, "We don't, we don't need this. We don't it's need not worth big, the big, big Brother doesn't need this PR." Right. Um, yeah. So either before, way, before before he went on the show, was he already kind of starting to become famous a little bit, or was this kind of like a jumping off point for bigger fame? I, I certainly wouldn't call him famous. He was, okay. you know, a semi prominent within the UK, semi prominent uh, fighting sports star. He'd done a little bit of MMA too. Um, and he was a semi-prominent, inst- he had like, you know, I think in the tens of thousands, maybe even like a couple of hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Okay. Um, so he's not a nobody, but he's not a celebrity, right? Like Got he's it. the, okay. he's the level of celebrity that you, you pick to be on a big brother show, right? Right. right. Yeah. Okay. Um, now as with so many claims about this guy, obviously like, uh, I'm not going to say that the Big Brother wiki fandom wiki is a great source, but I did read through it, and I think it's worth reading to you the biography that the Big Brother fandom wiki gives for Tate, because I believe it's it's accurate to the kind of stuff that Tate bragged about in his Big Brother appearance. Uh, uh, I read ahead. Here, here's his biography. <laughs> Andrew is a member of Mensa. See, that's Andrew the same <laughs> red flag as the Iowa Writers Workshop, which I was fucking right about. Thank you, everybody, who mentioned, Look, who messaged yeah, us. But, pe- people uh, did. That is a who, uh, red motherfucking flag. Folks who are not uh, on on the social media should note that people pointed out the Iowa Writers Workshop was apparently started by the CIA, um, which is very funny in terms of Sophie being right about it being shady. Although I will say Robert <laughs> Bly does not seem to have taken to the CIA's propaganda that line you know he was about deeply anti-war. But I guess yeah, I guess we'll see. <laughs> Whatever, feel about that however you want. Very and funny. A still. member of Mensa. Let's go back to that. That is a, that is more of a red flag than hilarious. the CIA writing program. I'm gonna I'm just gonna say that right now. Oh God. Text Jamie about this. Yeah, does Jamie know that Andrew Tate was I, in Mensa? I, I will text her right now. Okay. Uh, oh, can't wait uh, to hear. I'm gonna continue Andrew's bio 
bio from the, the Big Brother wiki. Andrew is a four-time world kickboxing champion. His brother, who Andrew claims is his only true friend, trades him. What a sad sentence. <laughs> Andrew <laughs> believes that a man should be able to sleep with as many women as he wants, but that does not apply to women. So that's that's basically what you'd expect from Mr. Tate, right? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a perfect encapsulation <laughs> of yeah. Andrew Tate. What an incredible guy. Um, so the year after his big brother failure, Donald Trump, you guys might have heard of this, becomes president of the United States. Yeah, and suddenly you got, you got fascists in the streets. You got the alt-right suddenly being a term in everybody's lexicon. And you've got this galaxy of right-wing and explicitly fascist media influencers just blowing the fuck up on social media. Andrew and Tristan saw this happening, and they were like, this is how we we get huge, right? This is a perfect place for us to just kind of nest like one of those wasps that lays their eggs in your eyes and then burst out. Um, so they decide to to be the wasps in, let's say, Alex Jones's eye. They start to experiment. Social media posts bragging about their luxurious lifestyle had helped, but that kind of stuff is a dime a dozen. Now, Andrew is, unfortunately, not a dumb man, uh, and so he observed the success of guys like Mike Cernovich, Alex Jones, Paul Joseph Watson, and he recognized that they were all using variations of the same tactic. They would post something deliberately inflammatory on social media or on their own shows. They'd have some sort of guests like David Icke talk about lizard people, or, or they would go on this rant, or they'd just do something super racist, and that would generate outrage, and all of these liberal and centrist and left-wing journalists would cover the hard horrifying thing that they'd said on social media, what, which um, would elevate their profile and give them free advertising. What platforms are they using at this time? He is using primarily Instagram, and he's going to get increasingly big on TikTok. He's one of these, these the right-wing influencers who's probably best at TikTok. Um, he also, though, he puts stuff on YouTube. Uh, for and Until he gets banned from YouTube, he has like a, a long kind of video blog podcast, and that's kind of where he's starting. It's very, it's very, it's very interesting the like, the the similarities to like Steve Bannon using yep, yep. yeah video mm -hmm. game and and just message I was board literally stuff. just thinking about that yeah 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 and and he's this is very conscious right like he's 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 and this is this is where Andrew Tate is smart, right? Because intelligence is is not a broad concept; it's a narrow thing. And he's very intelligent when it comes to how to build a right wing brand online. He watches what everyone is doing, and he takes the stuff that works best. And he's he's going to become very good at this. But you know who's even better at this? The 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 the, the products and services that sponsor this podcast. They they have you should see their right wing Instagram page. Uh, it is Robert offensive. What <laughs> you say that? But, but most of our ads are uh, programmatic, and we have no idea what they are. So that could I, possibly I know. be very accurate. I'm excited. I'm excited for the gold company to come back. Everybody, True. yeah, yeah, buy some motherfucking gold. The evidence keeps pouring in. At this point, the facts are undeniable. It's an open and shut case. Monopoly Go is the most fun you can have in a mobile game. Millions of people pass Go every day because this game is always bringing something new to the table. Countless crazy tournaments you can join with your friends as partners or teams. Constantly changing challenges like money sprees or treasure hunts that keep it fresh with new wild mini-games. Timed events offering bonuses like massive multipliers or rent frenzies to help you get huge rewards. And there's so many rewards to discover. Rare stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums, delightful emojis to taunt people with when you raid their riches, unique playing pieces, and so much more. The verdict is in with Monopoly Go. There's something new to discover every time you play. So don't miss out. Go download it now for free on the App Store and Google Play. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers... Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. 
So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless, when Mint Mobile has phone plans for 15 bucks a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash behind. That's mintmobile.com slash behind. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash behind. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower, above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. We are we are back. Uh, Sophie's letting us know that Jamie Loftus, who did a podcast on Mensa, just uh, just got the news that Andrew Tate is a Mensite. I mean, Sophie, it just really tracks. How'd I, she respond? All caps. LOL. No way. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> perfect, perfect reply. Happy, happy to have, have have supplied her with this information. Um, yeah, so Andrew starts upping his his appearances on social media. He starts integrating himself into this right wing ecosystem, throwing out offensive shit, and just kind of using that to build his profile to get him invites to be on other people's shows. And I'm going to quote from the Guardian here to talk about his rise to prominence. In September of 2017, he was criticized by mental health charities for saying depression isn't real. The next month, he waded in on Me Too, saying women should bear some responsibility for being raped, a view he has since repeated and which, among other incidents, led to him being barred from Twitter. The backlash won Tate work and boosted his profile. He appeared on Infowars, the podcast of conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, was pictured with far-right YouTuber Paul Joseph Watson, and met Donald Trump Jr. at Trump Tower, posting on Facebook afterwards, the Tate family support Trump fully. MAGA. Cool. In the 2019, from hell. You got yeah, he's, Alex he's, Paul he's, he's done it all. Jr. He's literally checking all the asshole <laughs> yeah. boxes. Yeah, he's, oh he's, he's tic-tac-toed his way through the very worst people in our society. Jesus in 2019, police were called after Tate showed up at the house of Mike Stuckberry, a journalist who had been critical about him online. Days after Yaxley Lennon, that's Tommy Robinson, who he did an episode on, did the same thing. The incident caused Stuckberry's wife to suffer a panic attack and played a role in them leaving the UK for Germany. So both, that's gross physical intimidation of a guy who's criticized him, but also he's just doing the same thing Tommy Robinson did. So you can see at this point, he's not a, a, a figure in his own right yet. When you are copying Tommy fucking Robinson, <laughs> <laughs> you have not yet ascended, right? That is one, one of the sadder right-wing grifters to be following in the footsteps of. So he's, he's working on it, but he hasn't yet blown his way kind of out of the pack. All of this controversy, all of these appearances on right-wing talk shows and podcasts did successfully elevate Tate's profile, and he started funneling his new fans towards his new business, one with a wider appeal than webcam prostitution. He began offering a series of classes to his followers. Initially, this was sleazy pickup artist shit, classes on how to get women. The market for that is very crowded, though. Here's how Tate attempted to set himself apart from the pickup artist community, from the promotional material I found for his now defunct phd program shut this the is, fuck up what yeah yeah God, it stands for something gross i forgot but i'm gonna read you the ad copy that he wrote for this fucking thing Andrew Tate is world champion kickboxer who owns and operates strip clubs and webcam studios. With over 75 girls working for him, he has created a system that allows you to get girls quickly, easily, and without spending money. Unlike other pickup artists who have the odd girl here and there, Tate has top quality, that's in caps, women living with him and making him money full time. This makes him more qualified than any other coach on the internet. Do you want to learn how to get the odd girl from a pickup artist or learn how to build an army of women who are 
so loyal to you that they allow you to have as many girls as you want. More importantly, he has a foolproof system for retaining women, having them do as you say, and respecting you without taking up or wasting large amounts of your time. As Tate said, I don't want a 10 unless she does everything I say. It's obedience and loyalty that turns me on more than looks. Whether you're looking to get girls, simply have your girlfriend obey every command and be fiercely loyal, or learn how to live with three or four girlfriends at at once, as Tate does, this is the course for you. So So there you go, guys. So do we think Hitch was his favorite movie? Sophie, I don't think you're allowed to make references to Hitch. Nobody's seen Hitch. (laughs) Ian, have you seen Hitch with Will Smith? I have seen Hitch. It's a, I mean, you know, it's it's a fun little movie. Is he, he this that allergic I don't think reaction. Hitch is that it's toxic. Fun. The allergic yeah. reaction part. Oh, that was, yeah, you know, bring it back. Bring it, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that, that, that entire thing was disgusting, Robert. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was beautiful. When I found that, I just, that was, I did a little chef's kiss. Like I was, like I was cooking up some spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> it was good. It was good. Now, a big part of Tate's branding, and, and this is the same thing, it, it, when you're an influencer, right, if you're trying to build like a, a cultishly loyal following, you have to use cult techniques. And that means creating words that were not in use before you started using them, um, and or at least repurposing words in ways that other people don't use them, and getting your fans to talk that way. Um, and one of the things, you know, Tate, Tate note, knew this, and Tate also, he had paid attention to guys you know, again, think back to our other cult leaders. We've got guys like um, Keith Raniere, who was called Vanguard. We've got L. Ron Hubbard, who was the Commodore. I forget what Werner Erhard went by, but but we just did his episodes. Um, and for Tate, the kind of name that he had his fans call him is Top G. And you will see this in a shitload of Zoomer TikTok videos. I want to play first a video for you of him talking to his brother about what Top G means. And this is from the Tate Pill YouTube channel, which all well, of that's this- the only YouTube channel that I visit. Yeah, Top G and Tate Pill, all those names make me want to cry. It's good stuff, Sophie. Here's the clip. Top G. Everyone says Top G. Kids are now wearing T-shirts with Top G on it. I want to be a Top G. I want to be the Top G. You basically trademarked it. So, what do you mean by Top G? Top G is an individual who is capable in all realms, as my father said. Sheer indefatigability and unmatched perspicacity made him a feared opponent in all realms of human endeavor. When you are top G, you are dangerous at everything. That's why I'm top G. If they were to say to you, you have to go on a racetrack and race Tate in supercars, you'd be like, shit, I have to race Tate. You have to go in the boxing ring and fight Tate, shit, I have to fight Tate. You have to go debate Tate, shit, I have to debate Tate. You have to go try and get a girl and Tate's also trying to get the girl, shit, I have to go against Tate. It doesn't matter what the competition is. As soon as they say my name, you're going to be like, oh, for fuck's sake. My unmatched perspicacity, my ability to perceive, my sheer indefatigability, the fact that I never get tired. You add all this together. I am a feared opponent in any realm of human endeavor. Even things I don't yet know how to do. You do not want to compete with me in those things. That is why I am. So... My First gosh. off, it, it feels like he wasn't as good at chess as he says because his dad had to kick him out of a contest for crying too much. <laughs> Just do do keep that in mind as he makes these claims. Uh, now, I don't believe that Andrew Tate is a competition race car driver because he is, has never done that. And also, and by the way, I again, because he makes claims like this, I went to like race car Twitter to see what they said about him. Yeah. What's and they the, had a bunch the vibe? of what's the vibe? He well, sucks, right? They, he sucks. They, Tell me they had sucks. a lot of weird. There were a lot of you'll run into people making these weird niche criticisms about his supercars and how they're not the, the right kind what of supercars to buy. What makes it a fucking buy. supercar? I, I what do, is with I do, this? You it's, can't it's just a say word, something It's super. an expensive car that goes fast. Okay. Look, and if you're a supercar nerd and disagree, you can go to hell because I... I, I enjoyed reading and found it like enlightening reading the chess and the kickboxing subreddits. The supercar people are insufferable, even the ones that don't <laughs> like Andrew Tate. So I, I, I am I not. Do, I do love that that's Robert's line. <laughs> yeah, that's where he draws the line. It's like yeah. the supercars just really were too much. Because well, yeah. they were like, well, no, you want this supercar, not that one. I would never. And I was like, you don't like. None of you own any of these cars. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't. I. I. You. You people. I don't believe. Oh God! I (laughs) can just imagine these supercar fuckers like Tinder profiles. They're so horrible. Their car is there. You know the car is in the picture. 
Yeah, oh, I am. I am. I, I simply don't care what you have to say about his supercars. But what I do care about <laughs> is the fact that as silly as that all is, the Top G shit worked. And as evidence for this, I'm, I have just sent another link to the chat. This is a protest in Athens, Greece, uh, where what appears to be visually several thousand adult men uh, and a number of men who or boys uh marching through the streets of Athens and I I want Sophie I want you to just play what they're chanting. Oh yeah. This was after this was I right after his too. arrest. Yeah, I know what this is. I'm sad. And that is like it's not a uh I'll say this: That's not like a tiny flash mob. There's a lot of There's fucking a lot dudes. Of people. In the There's a street. lot of people. There is yeah. a there is a di- distressing number of men in the street. <laughs> There's and a distressing boys. number of men in the streets. That's in Greece. Just yeah, just it is not terrible. great. So this works very well. Um, Tate was very successful, and again, we've already covered the degree to which he's exaggerating and outright lying about his competence, but he's successful at pushing a persona of himself as hyper-competent and irresistible to women. As we've already covered, a lot of what he says is objectively untrue. His kickboxing record was cooked, his businesses are mostly cheap scams or outright criminal enterprises. We'll get into that more in a second. But it's worth digging into first the reality behind the Andrew Tate method of picking up women. In the wake of Tate's arrest, a brave 19-year-old Romanian woman named Daria Gusha Gusa, uh, reached out to BuzzFeed. She told them and provided evidence that in 2020, when she was 16, Andrew Tate slid into her DMs on Instagram with a message that read, Romanian girl strawberry emoji, which I think is a, a sex thing, the strawberry emoji. I don't know. I I, I, I don't know what you kids use. Uh, when There's Tate a messaged strawberry her, emoji? All right, carry on. On the gram? Yes, Sophie. Geez. Get with the kids. <laughs> Get with the times. When Tate messaged her, her Instagram bio had the name of her fancy private school, and she told BuzzFeed that a number of other girls in her class had been messaged by Tate around the same time in the same way. So it seems like he was looking for basically just like filtering his responses from girls in this private school who were like 16 and then messaging a bunch of them at once. Daria did not respond, but her friends, some of her friends did, and Tate complimented them, telling them how beautiful they were. He bragged about his wealth and he offered to take them to expensive restaurants. After a short back and forth, he would every time try to meet up with the girls, be like, hey, we should meet up right now. Where are you? I'll come pick you up. We can go out and eat. And I'm going to quote from BuzzFeed next. None of her friends went ahead with meeting with him, she said, and once Tate realized they weren't going to, he started to insult them. The second that girls stopped replying to him, he starts getting a bit verbally abusive, calling them ugly and stuff right like that, just to get the reaction out of them and keep engaging with them, Guza said. And that's, I think, useful to to go over because that's normal shitty guy on the internet stuff that is there's a billion guys doing that there's nothing Mm -hmm. special about him he doesn't have some sort of secret he's not irresistible he's just doing the same thing that like there's like there's a whole bunch of twitter accounts that like semi-professionally post like screen grabs of guys sliding into women's dms all around the world doing that exact thing like there's nothing about his method that is special or rare he just practices it exclusively on children um and you know what he's doing is he's he's i'm sure shotgunning out these requests to so many people that statistically just like with like a you know it's just like a numbers game exactly it's like one of those like email scams right some number of people are going to like respond it'll work on some number of people and that's all he cares about right um and i I do think that's important because when it comes to actual pickup artistry or whatever you want to call it andrew tate is no different than every other frustrated adult male piece of shit looking to flirt with little kids yeah you're not special Um, motherfucker you're just like every other creep Yeah, exactly. He is just like every other creep behind the curtain. Now, none of this, though, is public during the rise of Andrew Tate's social media profile or his main online business, which would become Hustlers University. That's what he calls this, like, series of classes and training programs that he starts to launch. Um, And it's the kind of thing, like, he is undeniably good at getting people, and it's mostly the people who mostly believe this image he's crafted are children, right? They are also children. They're male children. All of his all yes. of his victims, the women that he, the girls that he's flirting with are mostly 
children or of extremely young adults and the people, people without trying, fully formed brains who exactly can't, who can't do critical thinking or make like big decisions yeah. like fully yet. yeah exactly and the of people course. he's trying to get money from are like boys from like i'm gonna say age 12 to 20 and uh yeah that's 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 who this shit works on. Now, I found an eight hour class from Hustlers University up on YouTube, uh, which is just part one of his his you the class it? that he is was that offering. You were watching around I, the house. I sure did. I sure oh, did. Gosh. There are you can find a lot of these have been uploaded since his arrest. And there's like a hundred of them. Were there's you so, like doing like so house, many hours were you of this like shit. doing house chores and then yeah. blasting this? I'm sweeping, I'm cleaning, you know, I'm, I'm standing, standing naked doing planks on my, in my living room floor, <laughs> normal stuff. Um, Not your living room floor. <laughs> oh yeah. That's the only place I do it. So uh, yeah, I, I felt like I had to watch through these because Tate claims at the start that these do contain his entire understanding of business and how to make money. Um, I figured watching it would give me some insight into the soul of the man himself and Boy, howdy, did it ever. Oh, God. So we're going to go into that in a little bit. But first, you know what we're going to go into? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Is it an ad break? Is it an ad break? It sure is an ad break. It's some products, mm. some services, the odd product and service. We're, we're going to go into that. I'm going to do my hustle uh, before we, we, we introduce you all to Hustlers University. Oh, Robert, that was despicable. Yeah, well... Welcome to the potty, pal. The evidence keeps pouring in. At this point, the facts are undeniable. It's an open and shut case. Monopoly Go is the most fun you can have in a mobile game. Millions of people pass Go every day because this game is always bringing something new to the table. Countless crazy tournaments you can join with your friends as partners or teams. Constantly changing challenges like money sprees or treasure hunts that keep it fresh with new wild minigames. Timed events offering bonuses like massive multipliers or rent frenzies to help you get huge rewards. And there's so many rewards to discover. Rare stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums, delightful emojis to taunt people with when you raid their riches, unique playing pieces, and so much more. The verdict is in with Monopoly Go. There's something new to discover every time you play. So don't miss out. Go download it now for free on the App Store and Google Play. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. We are back. Back, so, back again. Hustlers University starts out pretty boring. He gives his definition of a business, which is a thing that money goes into, right? That's the only thing a business uh, is. Uh, <laughs> so thanks, <laughs> thanks for explaining that, Andrew. Because I, I had no idea before. Okay. Thank, thank you, Andrew. Well, it's interesting because since a business is only something money goes into, if you are putting money into startup costs, if you're putting money into R&D, if you're paying for things like PR, that is all a waste of time, right? Because that's spending money. A business only takes money in. Now, you may be saying, well, but you have to spend money to make money. That's like a thing everybody knows about business. That's just the way that it works, right? Yeah. Andrew says no. 
And in order to explain what a fool you are, he gives an example of a good business that he had an idea for. And this first example of a good business is starting a website to sell makeup online. Now, he says, he's adamant that like, you don't need to have any makeup. You don't need to have a product. All you do is you make a website selling makeup and then you wait for a bunch of people to buy the makeup. And then you figure out where to get makeup with the money that they've spent on makeup that you didn't have before and then you send it to them. Sounds like it, that. That's that's genius brain level business stuff. S- start start a fraudulent makeup business and then buy makeup once you start getting money. Um, I don't think that that would work. Uh, in part because there's a lot of makeup that's a real company out there that people can buy from. <laughs> yeah, there's a so, lot of other options to actually yeah. get makeup. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and and, and and I'm sure a lot of people have that question. Um, how, how are you supposed to actually get cash flow started without investing, without having something to make people want to buy your makeup? And Tate has an answer for you. And that answer is child labor. Um, oh so I'm going to play a clip from you. And as an aside, during this clip, when you hear him tell someone to wipe down his whiteboard, it's some random cam worker in his home. It's a young woman who like lives with him that he has doing minor chores in the background. This is the thing that he does in all of his videos. Family and friends are actually the best staff you can possibly get. Now, people say don't mix friends with business, don't mix family with business. Can you clean my board? Sit here and and wipe it, please. Don't mix friends with business. Get that shit off. Don't mix friends with business, (gasps) don't mix family with business. That's a lie. So the reason people say this is because people are dickheads and they can't get along with anyone. They're not, they can't get along with anybody long enough to make any money. But I guarantee you have family members right this second who could make you money. I guarantee you, you have a 15-year-old niece, nephew, cousin, brother, whoever, who knows more about computers than you do. I guarantee there's a 15-year-old out there with nothing better to do who knows more about Photoshop than you do right now. His stupid ass needs a job. So you can start a company right now. Yeah, so uh, that's that's that seems good, right? That that's a solid uh, business idea. Oh <laughs> have have young relatives and trick them into working for you. Um, <laughs> absolutely genius, Andrew. You are you are the finest business mind of our generation. Um, now he follows this up with his next incredible piece of corporate advice, which I think might be of interest to some prosecutors in Romania. And I'm going to have Sophie play that one next. Don't get legal before you get rich. This is super important. We're talking about hustling here. I'm telling you the hacks to becoming rich. Do not get legal before you are rich. You can fix your legal bullshit when you've already made money. It's a shame I've deleted my, or erased my beautiful makeup diagram. But it's very similar to what we were saying earlier. I know so His many people fucking 99 cent store whiteboard. registered for VAT, registered with the tax man, already have an accountant, and haven't made any money yet. I, in most of my companies, will make a million dollars before I'll even consider fucking around with a tax form, talking to an accountant, or registering any fucking companies. All that shit is on the later base until you have proved the viability of your company and you have money coming in. When you're rich and you have money in the bank, then worry about that stuff. Do not waste your time, energy, and money doing all that legal crap before you know anything about whether your business is going to work or not. He's telling people Don't to do, do crime. That. That's a crime. It's, it's, it's kind yeah. of it's business advice. It's a time sink. If every time I had to start a company or an idea, I had to go register a company, get an accountant, do tax forms, do VAT forms. What a waste of time. I've started maybe 100 companies in my life. 20 of them made money. You're telling me 80 times I would have had to fuck around? Don't do that. I know so many people who have a company (laughs) legally, but don't have a company in reality because it exists as a legal entity, but it does not provide cash. A company provides cash. If you're a street drug dealer, you own a company. Much more than the guy with all the legal entities which ain't making money. Do not, we're hustlers here. It's the Hustlers University. Do not confuse this. Money in. What's the lessons I've been teaching you? Money in. Where's the money in? Pointing at the empty whiteboard. (laughs) There's nothing written on it. There's nothing. Oh my god. Oh. 
Oh. Yeah, so because people, this is an audio medium, he is like pointing and circling things on an empty whiteboard because he's forgotten that he had one of his cam workers uh, erase everything on it. Um, obviously, this is terrible advice in part because if you start a business that doesn't make a profit and you did not do any of the legal things you needed to do, there's a good chance that at some point the tax man will come and say, hey, you didn't do all this shit you needed to do. And we know that, you know, now you owe us a shitload of money. And because your business failed, you owe even more because you broke a bunch of laws. That's one thing that is concerning about the advice that he's giving. Although anyone who's going to start companies using the Andrew Tate advice probably deserves to be in trouble with the IRS or whoever. So I'm not going to complain too much about it. Um, but also, I kind of hope someone in Romania is aware of these videos because I, I suspect Andrew Tate did not dot the I's or cross the T's necessary to make all of his shady businesses legal in that country. He was operating casinos and strip clubs in the country once he got rich, like, like actual ones, not just cam ones. So um, I, I kind of think there's a decent chance he will wind up getting extra charges as a result of not legally operating any of his businesses. Um, fun thing to brag about, Andrew. So the next point he makes in this video of, of really just irreplaceable financial advice is use what you've got. And this is where Andrew actually gives us some context on how he started his cam business and why. But first, we get a little bit more child labor advocacy. I just gave you the example of the 15-year-old cousin who can make websites, now you own a website company. Or your 15-year-old cousin who can do, I don't know, fucking, who knows what he can do. He can mow lawns. Every 15-year-old can mow lawns. Now you have a lawn mowing business. Bang. Tell his stupid ass to go deliver some flyers. Drive him around in your car. Play some two-pack. Chill out in your car. Text some bitches. Drive at five miles an hour. Let him drop off all the leaflets. And then let him mow all the lawns. You collect all the money and just pay him a percentage. Bang. You now own a lawn mowing company. Congratulations. Use what you got. I made a lot of money with webcam girls. If you're watching this and you don't know that, Webcam girls, you can go to chatterbait.com, you see girls on there on webcam, getting naked, talking to dudes, taking money. That made me millions and millions of dollars. I came up with that idea by sticking to this principle, use what you've got. So right now, if you're sitting there- What are you saying? You have, and I mean everything. Oh wait. You have a house, <laughs> Just wait. Naked, you have a car, it's on lease. You have uh, physical strength, let's say you're a strong guy. When I was making my list, I was writing everything down, I was like, well, I've got six girlfriends. Six girlfriends. So, okay, strip, how can girls make me money? Strip club, but that takes money to set up. Remember, costs. Again, nothing on the whiteboard. I cannot <laughs> get money in in a strip club without a club. So I looked at all the costs for a strip club and realized it's too expensive before I could get money in. It's too big a risk. Remember, it's too much risk. I could lose three, 400 grand. Can't risk that. How can I get money in? How can I get money in for having hot girls without spending money out. So my first idea was strip club. But I looked at all the costs. I was like, okay, so how, why do men send, why do men spend money on girls in strip club? Because the girls are beautiful, they get to look at the girls, see some titties. How can I do that without the club? Well, the internet. If I put them on the internet, it's cheap. This is literally how I thought. I stuck to my business principles. Okay, it's cheap. Start looking up, bound, discovered the webcam websites. All right, so I've already got the girls, I've already got a laptop, I've already got the internet. Bang! The day I had the webcam idea, the same day I was making money. I didn't spend any money, but I was making new money because I refused to allow myself to spend. Then I started making new money in with the webcam because I knew I had the internet, I knew I had laptops, I knew I had girls. Use what you've got. Look around you, what people do you have? Does your old mother need a new job? Maybe she's at home and she's bored. Oh my God. Maybe she'll mail. Does it. your old mother. Do you have cousins, nieces, nephews? Do you have a girlfriend who has nothing to do? Use what you have. The most oh. upsetting thing about all of this is like, you can see how like this people can fall for this or like the, yeah. how people can be susceptible to this. Cause obviously he's taking it to a, a sick, disgusting extreme, but like at the core yeah. of it, like 
that does make sense on some level. If you have a bunch of, you know, old baseball cards or whatever, you can start selling them at school and make a little extra money. But like he's taking it to such an extreme level of exploitation and illegality that it's like insane. But I could see how someone who is maybe not as savvy or is really gullible could be influenced or fall for this kind of stuff. And that's what makes people like this so fucking dangerous. Yeah, and what's going on here, there's two things going on here, right? And this is always the case with him. It's the case with like his his the the thing the brags, the lies he makes about his background. It's true, he's pretty good at chess. It's true his dad was very good at chess. It's true that he was a decent kickboxer. Um and then he kind of uses that core of truth and then wraps a bunch of lies around it in mm-hmm. order to make this persona. It is true that a lot of people with small businesses use their families for free labor, right? There's like laws in the United States where kids normally there's a lot of restrictions on how they can work unless it's like a family-owned business, right? If you like own a corner yeah. store, you can have your 16-year-old work it and they're not subject to all of the restrictions that like 7-Eleven would be if they tried to hire a 16-year-old, right? Like right. there's some differences there. Um, I'm not saying, by the way, that that's good or bad. I'm just, that's the way that it works. This is pretty normalized. What he is saying is like taking that idea and saying, no, 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 what you should be doing is getting all of these people who are emotionally invested in you and love you and using them as free labor to make yourself rich, right? Exactly. Like that's, that's the, and, and what he's doing there is he's taking the logic of a multi-level marketing company. Mm-hmm. All of these, all of these like Avon kind of fucking bullshit companies where they, or uh, 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 these different like uh, essential oil companies that we've talked about for years on the show where like all, all rely on, hey, your friends need this makeup, your friends need these supplements, your friends need this shitty low quality leggings. Um, and, and you can make a lot of money getting them to sell and getting them in your upline. And, you know, th- that that's one of the things that's ruined, like, the social internet. Facebook has become a place where, like, people you knew 15 years ago get in touch pretending to be your friend and then try to, to get you to, like, become a doTERRA representative or some shit. He's using this logic because he knows that it works. But instead of the thing that is obviously shady and that people have kind of more defenses built up around, which is like, hey, try to get your family to like buy into this business. What he's saying is like, no, 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 get them to work for you, you know, Uh, offer them like a share of profits or something to, uh, which obviously, you know, and he goes into later detail about how you can fuck them over on that. But he's, he's, he's taking this thing that has been a part of American grift culture for forever. And he's, he's twisting it um, in a way that is, I, I, I think kind of uh, it is it is new and this is part of like the thing that he does that's intelligent, but it's also just very transparently uh, awful and evil. Yeah, um, and very predatory towards extremely predatory, sure. yeah. super exploitative. Um, and speaking of extremely predatory, um, I want to I, I want to dig into the business genius of Andrew Tate here because it, it is worth going into kind of the inevitable sort of conclusions you have to make based off of what he's saying. In the example that he's given, that 15-year-old kid has no reason to give you the money that he's making mowing lawns, right? Uh, because he's doing all of the work, to, all ad- the work. <laughs> to advertise and to actually mow. You only get your percentage. He does mention earlier, like, one of your assets is being strong. The only ways to get a percentage from him are either literally just the threat of violence or gaslighting, making him think that, like, he's going to make more money than he is and that you won't be making as much money as you are from his labor. And this is true of the cam girls, too. His only actual advice boils down to various forms of robbery. And this is particularly clear when he starts talking about the profit-making potential of Uber, which is already exploitative. Um, But Andrew Tate, I'm going to play this next clip to you. This is him talking about how to use Uber uh, in your own business to make money via child labor. Rent a car. Find a way to rent a car with unlimited mileage per month. Tell him he's going to do 10 hours of Uber a day to train how to drive. Lie to his ass and say that you, in the Uber app you can track and make sure he ain't breaking the speed limit so he drives safe. Put his ass on Uber, pay for his gas, and, keep, and give him half the money and keep half for yourself. Bang. Done. Set him up. Get him ready. This, this is shit. I didn't plan. I'm just telling you things off the top of my head. Because this is how I think as a hustler. I don't, I don't need to sit and think. I just know there's money. And I find a way to get the money. That's how I am. So right now, you've got cousins out there who aren't driving Uber. 
If you can convince them to drive Uber, well then why don't they do it without you? Easy, you can talk some shit. Make some shit up. Hey, have you got an Uber account? No, I'll set it all up for you because it's complicated and there's some tax, I'll handle the tax. Don't pay no tax, just lie. Blah, 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 get them an Uber, get them in cars, bang, bang, bang. So he just <laughs> assumes everyone around him is stupid. And right. that- stupid and trusting. He assumes yeah. that like, hey, your cousins probably trust you. Lie in order to rob them. So, so, <laughs> like, so far, make them work for you for basically nothing and steal the he, money they he make. He suggested uh, uh, making money off of uh, women he's sex trafficking. Old mother was thrown around <laughs> yeah, and literal mom. children. Yeah, yeah, those are his business. Oh, don't forget the makeup company that does not sell makeup. Oh, right, 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 right. He for, is, he who is. Who could forget? Um, the finest capitalistic mind of a generation. Maybe she's um, born with it. Maybe it doesn't exist. Maybe it's not actually makeup. Uh, it's so funny that like people talk about how smart this guy is and he's like how he's changed smart. he's changed he changed my we'll get into like why people talk about him changing their lives and all this shit oh i but, can't like, wait for that at the end of the day what he's offering here is like hey rob your friends and family it's the same mlm thing but he do- he has and this is this is i think uh, credit seems like a weird way to say it, but it, it is needful to acknowledge this is an innovation. The way in which he is, he is telling people to rob their friends and family in order to try to get rich, and it won't work for them, most of them. It, this Obviously, I think this is what Tate does. He has his brother work for him and his cousins work for him. If you are the right kind of psychopath, you can make money this way. It's just that even of the people who are interested in Hustlers University, yeah. most of them are not that kind of psychopath. And so they're not going to be successful or they're just not a smart enough psychopath. Um, um, Robert, did you say how much people were paying for this class? Uh, so these were, it, it, it changed over time. Okay. Um, at first it was like a per class thing. Eventually it's going to change to a monthly fee. And, and obviously actual sales figures you're never going to get. But Tate makes like in the millions of dollars from off this. of this um yeah Just off this. of off of the wow. version one and he iterates quickly by 2021 he ditched the like courses and picking up women and running cam businesses to focus on this new venture like this thing that he does because this is like the early version of hustlers university this is the thing that works really well and so he decides being intelligent in a very specific way he decides he's going to spin this into the main business that he's going to do and he he opts to in 2021 relaunch Hustlers University as Hustlers University 2.0. And we're going to get into that. And, what, a and it's like, just, what a wonderful and it's, innovative it's, title. It's mm-hmm. so infuriating because it's like kind of brilliant, like the timing of it, because like 2020, yeah. 2021, a lot of people are out of work or have more mm-hmm. free time that they're ready to home, hustle, ready mm-hmm. to hustle, make make some extra cash on the side. And he's just like preying on that. Oh, it's God, also damn. like timing so wise, wise specifically, I want to just emphasize on that. A lot of kids are home alone. A lot of kids yeah, right. are are doing remote learning school and yep. are, have access to whether that be a computer or an iPad or some kind of digital device and are home alone without supervision. And, you know, the the algorithms have brought them to Andrew Tate. And um, and he got him. And it's, he's 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 got gr- him and he's he's offering them. The other thing that's happening here, too, you know, they're at, we, we're talking around this. They're at home. They're lonely. Uh, of the pandemic. They're, they're lonely. Also, the cost of living is skyrocketing. Right. And people, especially in the UK, this is less the case in the US, but in the UK, where there's a lot of his fans, there's like a financial crisis hitting. Right. Like things have not been great for the last year to change over over in the United Kingdom, um, which is why it's so easy to uh, to to buy things with British pounds right now. Sorry, y'all. It, it just is at the moment. Um, and and so Tate is recognizing that like there's a lot of young kids who are starting to come into the economy and realizing how hard it is to just tread water. And so they're desperate for anything that will give them a hope of getting out of the fucking con game that is life under capitalism. And that's that's what fucking Tate is um, is taking advantage of, is these kids who are looking for a hack to get out of, of the trap. Um, 
And yeah, we're going to talk about what he does next and how well it fucking works. And uh, spoilers, we'll have an appearance from Alex Jones in part four, the final part of this glorious series. But first, Ian, Sophie, y'all got stuffs to plugs? Ian, what do you have to plug? Anything? Yeah, Ian. Um, Hmm. I would say... Uh, just you know, check out Internet Hate Machine. It's uh, one of the other more like Internet Tate Machine. Sorry, oh. that's not right at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Stop not what the show is about. No, but, it's not. <laughs> it's uh, another Cool Zone Media show that I work on. Um, it's a great show with Bridget Todd. Really, um, relevant and interesting topic uh, about the hellscape that is uh, social media right now. Um. And I would also just say plug, uh, just being kind to others, you know, being a nice, respectful person in this world. It's life is already hard enough. It's free to not be an asshole. So I'd say that. (laughs) Wow. You say it's free to not be an asshole. But if you consider the fact that by not putting your mom and your child cousins to work, you're leaving money on the table. It actually can be extremely expensive not to be an (laughs) asshole. You can hear more on my nine hour series. Robert, shut the Committing crimes uh, using your family members as Patsy's university. Um, Do I I teach you? Do I get to plug? Sure. Is it sure, my Sophie. turn? Okay. I wanna yes. I wanna plug uh two two books that are available for pre-order right now. Uh the first of which is Jamie Loftus's book about hot dogs called Raw Dog. Uh it is available for pre-order. Go to her go to her social meds for all that info. And also our very own Margaret Killjoy of Cool People Who Did Cool Stuff, which Ian also edits, has a book available for pre-sale also called Escape from Incel Island. And I would like to plug those two books. Check out both of their social meds to get info on that. Bold and heroic of you, Sophie. And I want to plug my new business course, Crime Guy University, where I teach you how to take, you, you got a mom who's out of work, you got some young cousins. Look, you can monetize that shit through the simple, legal, easy method of getting them to sell heroin for you. You know what's, now, you know what's really cool about people, this business though, Robert? That I get 80%. Sophie does get 80%, (laughs) which is why you should listen to Sophie's 16-hour course. That's card literally starting a cartel. Um, So (laughs) this is sponsored by our friends at the Sinaloa cartel. Sinaloa uh, Sophie, that's what we call her. Sinaloa Sophie, that's that's her nickname. Uh, Anyway. We'll be back. Bye. We'll be back, unfortunately. Bye. All right. Behind the Bastards is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.